Hello and welcome back to the F24 podcast. My name is David and nearly every week of this year since March, I've had creatives come over to my studio in North Acton to talk about their lives and interactions with London, culture and creativity. I started this podcast in 2016 but didn't do anything with it. And then after a friend of mine and a massive part of the London graffiti culture passed away, Jan Francis, asset ATG, rest in peace. I thought, I thought I can't not do this. I've got to take advantage of being here. I've got to do the things that I want to do as long as they don't inflict on anyone in a negative way. And um, I thought the culture could do with this, man. I wanted to hear these stories about people. I wanted Jan's story. I've mentioned this before. Um, I didn't get it. So luckily, actually, I got one with Jack Murray, a really good friend of his. We had a really good chat and it's, it's on the podcast somewhere. Go and check it on the website or you know SoundCloud, iTunes, whatever, where we chat about Jan. But basically what I'm saying is I started this because he passed away. I thought, I've got to get this out. And you know what? It's been really overwhelming. The creatives who've been up for coming over and chatting so freely with me and for you, the listeners, to hear. Thousands of you downloading, listening and resonating with our conversations. It's immense. Knowing that our chats are being heard all around the world, it's a real nice feeling. It's calming. And I say that because all the rubbish, the government, the press, the news, all of that they throw at us every single day about our cultures, our ways of life, our religions, about our differences... Sorry, no. We're a lot more similar than they think, or we're being told. Seeing these stats, and I know it's just stats on the SoundCloud app, but seeing them, seeing them worldwide, it reaffirms my belief that we are just one. We're all the same. And with that in mind, with the honesty from the guests and having these listeners worldwide, we are similar. And we've proved it. So thank you. I have had and I've wanted to have these conversations with people about all this stuff all the time why we do what we do, how we keep doing it, the things that happen along the way whilst we're doing it. And my partner being a psychotherapist, me being well into that world, mix that with the effect that my culture's had on my life, a perfect time mixed to have these conversations. F24 to me, it's a necessity. This is the 39th recording, and I'll be 39 New Year's Day as well, so quite a nice way to finish this year. And this week, another London OG, P-I-C-W-R-H who's been out there styling on us since 84. I was four then, but you know what I mean. He's a true soldier of the culture, relentless, aggressive with it at times through the last 35 years. Never stopping. I spotted some bits local after he visited. He's not on this side of town much, so he did what he does and done it well. P brings us on a journey from being a publican's kid and growing up in those surroundings, what Camden was like in the 80s and 90s, his first interactions to graffiti, and even before it, where he tells us about how he got the name PIC. We chat about great times running around with WRH squad and his adventures with King Robbo, the amazing friendships he built and the passion for the culture that has never dwindled. We get through loads of other bits also and I remind him about the first time I met him in 96, which was a real eye-opener to me and what honour and bombing was really about. He's a legend, another superhero and the truest of gents. Enjoy it. This is F24. You're welcome. Cheers for coming over. Thank you for the uh, invitation. I'm, I'm obviously blessed. blessed. <laughs> Lovely seeing you the other night, man, at the teacher's yeah, show. You too, man. Man. It was good. It was a nice vibe show, wasn't it? We could turn like, out. Nice mix of people. Yeah. Yeah, it was decent. Sick, man. You've done wicked. Yeah, Lovely yeah. to see. Push, push the boundaries out a bit. Made some fresh stuff as well. Yeah. Made you look at uh, things a bit differently. Yeah. These abstractions of his throw-up are just yeah. Yeah. gorgeous. I, was, I really fell in love with the, uh, the metal stuff because Obviously, I'm being with metal as well. All the time, yeah. And so you've like, got to understand yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there's like infills with the, um, the 
enamels on the enamel style, yeah. Beautiful. And clean as well, yeah, super really smooth really and all that dirt rust on the other side. Really clean, yeah, yeah. Very, very impressed. Yeah, talented guy, man. Yeah, dope show, wicked turnout. Mm. Lovely seeing all those people, man. It was, it was a good mix, you weren't it? It was like yeah. old, yeah. mid school, yeah. new school. New school. Like, what? Okay. Respectable tag in as well. Yeah, just all, in yeah. one doorway. Yeah. Kept it clean. <laughs> yeah. I saw them buffing that the other day. And, um, yeah, but no one was pissed. It was just hoardings, so it was just it was perfect. I got a flick of it. It was nice. Cool. Yeah, they've done well. Wicked, though, man. Thank you for coming over. I'm glad we get to have this chat. No, you're welcome. You're welcome. I'm on a back of service. Um, yeah, everyone's got a story, haven't they? I guess. Everyone, man. Yeah, and uh, these stories. They might die. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? This is if it. If someone doesn't document it. Yeah then, you know, they, they get lost forever. Yeah, and I think they're really fucking important. Your name to me has been a part of, I'm from North London, you know what I mean? I grew up in Kilburn and Camden. Right. So your name has been part of my life since I've probably started reading Wolves. Right, right. So to, it's, it's great that it's been, I've got a story with it, but to yeah. hear the stories is, and the same from many other people, man, but to hear the person behind it and the reasons right. why it's a wicked thing, I think it's needed. Well, this is real, you know, life-changing events we went through that you know forms the rest of our lives in that sense mm. the life-changing it events does, it, it forms it does, your life it, it's your path isn't it there's yeah. a, um, <clears throat> some people take take it and they just dabble with a couple of years mm-hmm. and some people go like that's a way of life yeah um, uh, in many different ways I can bring yeah. those tools yeah. yeah yeah yeah. so yeah you're definitely hope to be able to chat about this shit yeah 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 I am um, yeah Let's start at the know, beginning. Where do you want to start? Man? Right at the beginning. Start at the beginning. Okay. Where are you from? Um, so, earliest Scots kind of recollection of that for myself. Um, Wait, where did you grow up? Where were you? Like? Well, I was, parents are publicans. Right. So, um, they, when I was really young, we lived out in a place called Broxbourne. Um, and I must have been the age of seven so we're talking 77 to about 1980 uh-huh. um i was up in Broxbourne. right um parents are parents of my family were camp in kentish town mm-hmm. that's 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 basically my, my heritage my roots um but mom and dad decided to get a little house out in Broxbourne. um but they were looking after the um, Student Union Bar in the North London Polytechnic. Wicked. So I've got early memories of you know, sleeping in the cellar, like putting two chairs together, <laughs> and, you know, and, uh, playing Fuck. bar football in the, in the college of, you know, um, Wicked. all these students yeah. Yeah, that, that, that were using, you know, using like, that they were studying. Yeah. Um, but also I was going to school up in Broxbourne and um, I had a friend of mine who so my early recollection of actually having some sort of logo yeah. um, was about when I was about 10, so about 1980, 1980. Yeah. Um, he used to have CB. CB, CB, CB radio. Oh, right, yeah, so, of course. Yeah, we used to get on his CB radio and um, that was a crack. And, um, what were you changed into? Just... Uh, well, no, you could talk to people, couldn't you? And get free to people, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you just like talk to us, break a break, 1414 for a coffee, all that kind of stuff. Wicked. And, um, so we had kind of a, a little kind of a, a different name for that um and i used my initials yeah um, at the time and he used his initials so weirdly we 
I had done this little design of my initials, and he had his was a Jason Pipe, right. um, and he had like a JP kind of initial thing, and I'd done my initials, and I'm not going to say that. Yeah. Um, but that was my earliest recollection of actually having some sort of what. So you start you start these like this like undercover talking type of thing as a ten year old. But what made you? What do you think led you to drawing out a logo like? I don't know because it was um, it was like me and him together. We just we just dis- had this little design. And he done, he's done his initials and I done my initials. It just made sense. And it made sense. Yeah, and let's it was, have this. It was part of the CD thing. Um, <coughs> yeah. But it wasn't until so nineteen eighty. Um, so I had this little kind of initial thing, which yeah. was which I used to. In fact, I've still got I've still got it written on my school book and stuff. Wicked. Um, so that was. That was kind of the earliest experience of graph for me yeah. was having a, a signature. Yeah, graph. and more of like a was it? Yes, a was it type of feel. Was here, that's right. Yeah. At that time, obviously, there was uh, it was kind of skinheads were putting it. Well, when I really, really didn't notice it, because then my parents they they got their because um, they were running the student bar. Yeah, and then they actually in nineteen eighty early uh, late eighty. They then got their own pub right. in Camden. Yeah. Um, and that's when we moved to Camden, like full time. They sold the house in Boxmore. Yeah. We moved to Camden. Um, and that was 1980. Camden uh, back in then days. Yeah. And it was. Fifth was going to school around the manor. Um, and I really started to notice just graph. And writing on walls, yeah, on walls, and it was it was skinheads that were writing stuff. There was Wilco, Wilco Two, um, there was Bozo, Rolo. There was Rolo, exactly. Um, and these guys were 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 up, and I really noticed it. And I even remember that I started doing my little signature thing on walls just to say, like, yeah, I'm, I'm part of this. I get it. Yeah, this I, thing. I, I get it. Yeah. I, I understand. This was this was pre. Everything. Electro, this was pre all of that. Yeah. And it was, but I, I'd noticed it and I was also partaking in it. Just yeah. a little, little dabble. Just know? on the way to school, whatever, yeah, yeah. walking around the manor. That's right, that's right. Yeah. Um, and then I was hanging out on the street a lot more. Um, what was Camden like back then? Camden was, well, I remember Camden, there, there used to be about 30 stalls yeah. in the Camden market. Yeah, in the stables bit. There was only, it was. No, was more, it? More dingles. It yeah, was dingles, dingles and yeah, the canal type. It used to be, it was a sunken kind of pit thing. Yeah. And there was all like these stalls. And that that was Camden. Yeah. And that was it. Yeah. Um, that was fucking crazy. There's stalls everywhere, like every little nook and cranny, there's little, little stables. But, but at the time, where the dingle, dingles was, it was just little market stalls and they yeah. just used to set up, you know, the weekend. And um, the punks on the bridge. That's right. That's right. Like bridge, so just they? all that, yeah, that, just that little area. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the, yeah, but, but seeing a lot of graph around, and there was another guy who was very stylish with his tag, he was called Kosh. Right. And Kosh, um, he had this like drop K and he was a real, it was just a styly kind of way. So of a bit different to the skinheads. Different right. to the skinheads. That's right. It was. It was styly. It was yeah. more calligraphy kind of style. Right. He bought a flair to he it. He bought. Yeah. He bought a bit of pizzazz with it with his name. Yeah. It was like whoa. It really stood out. This like, Camden as well. Yeah. This was Camden. Yeah. Well, he was. He was. Because I was only in that little bubble. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Um, but yeah, I remember seeing it in Camden, thinking, "Wow, that's Sick. really nice." Yeah. Yeah. yeah really nice. Um, and my pre my primary school, I'd actually learned Italian writing, so nice. I could get. 
I can see the flow, like you know, this kind of flow. Yeah, you so, understand the angle and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How you hold it, and you know, you, you're utilizing the mid properly. Um, so that was very impressionable. Very impressionable. What do you think it was then about just this reading of the streets? Did it go with music? Were you were you um, too young to really be getting into a music of sorts? So well, you... the music then for me, um, I was into the jam. Um, you know, there was kind of obviously like half bordering line kind of kind of a mod um with a few few guys at school that wearing stay pressed trousers and you know ben sherman shirts and so it was like being a bit stylish but not really there was nothing b-boy until 82 come along right um and then i heard planet rock and that changed everything for me completely like, different to anything you heard completely and it was like wow prior to that it was madness it was, um, you know, you're finding your own kind of uh, genres yeah. that you're into, or your own little kind of uh, subcultures. Mm. Um, and the skinhead stuff was a little bit too, because I remember skinhead kind of stuff was all a bit, they, they were sniffing glue and doing gas, you know what I mean? And that was like, a bit whoa, off their head. Yeah, yeah. whoa, that's there, the nuts. You, know yeah. I mean? you don't go to certain places down the canal because you know yeah. the skinheads would be there and they'd be sniffing glue, you see all these blue bags everywhere. It was like... Gas cans. Yeah, it was like, whoa, you know, these, these guys are <laughs> crazy because they're the older lot, obviously. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they're 16 to 18 kind of yeah. age group. Um, and I'm like, you know, 11, 12. Um, so, yeah, so I didn't really get into the real skinhead thing. Um, I was more kind of mod, jam, madness, and until 82. And then that track... Where did you hear it? Do you know? Was it radio? Was it friends? I might have. Um, I did used to listen to like radio mm. quite a lot um, and just scanning through. Um, but it just sounded so different. It was. It was just this whole new genre. And that was my first 12 inch. That's why I went out. So I heard it. And yeah. I, I can't remember exactly where I heard it. It probably was the radio, being yeah. fair. Um, and then I went out and I hunted the record and found it. I still got the 12. Now. That was my first 12 I bought. Dope. And it's like, wow. Because being in, being in a pub, you, you heard a lot of pop music mm-hmm. anyway. Yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. It was like, you know, but I didn't want to stay with pop because I wanted to do my own thing. Yeah. And then hearing that, it was like, oh my gosh, what is this? And then going right down the whole electro thing. Um, so did you, did that click with friends then? As well. Yeah, so there was a little crew of us that yeah. were talking about a little little naughty crew who was like um who got into it as well. All so, Camden boys, like this is the man of the school. Uh this is from I was knocking around uh not there was a few kids from school actually. Yeah. There was a couple of kids from school, but there was these guys they used to knock about with certain certain flats they yeah. used to knock around Paris way around that way. Oh yeah. Um it was always Evan B with uh Queen's Crescent. <laughs> Summerstown. Yeah, but no, we had Summerstown on our side. It was like this. It yeah. was like this little crew of twelve people, and we had beef with, with, with Queen's Crescent, right? And Queen's Crescent used to calm down and run us silly because it was only twelve of us. Yeah, they, they Crescent had Crescent fun, man. They had fun. Yeah. The states on both sides of the fucking road, like oh, it's massive. Honestly, people get stabbed. It was crazy times. Yeah. Like, people say now, like all this stabbing stuff and I'm like actually it's been a long time it's been going on it's been a long long time yeah, we've got a lot more news nowadays I'm not saying it isn't bad now but yeah. we've got a lot more news than we've ever had 
Sounds good in lockdown. Absolutely. Because yes, it was there. It was, it, but it's always been there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so yeah. My mate Declan, he'd done Bird. Um, Declan was a really good artist as well. Yeah. The first wall that we painted, we got a load of car plan from the local car shop up in Kentish Town, and we, we hit this place called um, Tarmac. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, yeah, and he had his own little style going on, and then he got done. He stacked up someone because of the board of fucking the function. madness, yeah. Um, he ended up going down. I remember going visiting him in Latchmere when I was like 13, 14. Shit. Um, so, you, so we was finding our way, but we were still being, that was the B-boy thing started coming in then. Um, to take you away a bit from that. Yeah, it was like, well, we didn't really want to get that, go down that violence route. Yeah. And then um, I ended up even getting stabbed as well. Mm. had a big fight with one of the present law and... Yeah, it was crazy times. It was crazy times. Yeah. So it was that bit just before you were about to really delve into the culture. It's that crossover where it's basically it's all it's all up for grabs. It's yes. And there was different things for you to pick out. Like, yeah, I'm gonna write on this, yeah. I'm gonna fight over there, I'm gonna yeah. hang with my boys here. Yeah. But and we was all getting lino out, we was all learning moves, right, yeah. we used to go and have battles with people, yeah, you wicked. know, the youth club, there was um oh, what was it, Kentishtown Youth Club. Yeah. Uh, we used to go up there and we had battles and stuff. So it was that, that sort of 83, 84. And then I went to a theatre school. So, okay. Um, and uh, my homeboy in, in theatre school, Gary, he, me and him, we started rapping. Right. Together. We started like, yeah, let's do music. We can do this. be productive like that. Um, and uh, so we started, that was where Parts of Crime came from. That's where that, the IC comes from. Was, that was it. That was Partners in Crime. It was me and Gary. We started rapping, MCing together. Um, and then, yeah, and me, because I'd already, I'd already been into the scene a little while anyway, and I started yeah. developing hand styles, um, I felt like that was the whole self-promotion Wicked. of the IC. Were you using the school's like equipment to record, or like was it? No, no, we, we, um, we ended up, through the school, some some other kids in, in school were because it was drama school. Yeah, you know I mean? there were there were people that had bits of equipment or whatever. So we'd go around and record a certain man's house, yes. and then we'd put. Um, I found a tape the other day, man. Oh my god, <laughs> it's amazing! And I said Brilliant. to myself, like for copyright, and I yeah. only just opened it. Like I, I think it was last year. And I was Wicked. like, I still got this. Yes, you know because. There was this whole thing about copyright thing. And yeah. like, oh, if you send it to yourself I and it's that. dated, that's yeah. like you don't open it, then that's proof that you had written it. Basically. I did that with rare kind. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, it's like a basic kind of copyright yeah. thing, isn't it? Like yeah. to cover yourself. So, Hilarious. That's yeah. amazing. You found it. Yeah, I found it. And, um, and then I phoned, I phoned up Gary because I'm still really good pal. Wicked. Gary, my pal. Um, and, um, Played it to him down the phone. Stitches, like real crazy. basic beat, uh, and crying, rocking the place, all this kind of stuff. Yeah, it's hilarious. Wicked. So, so that was what it was, and it was. I, so was it music? It was just like yes. I well, love I, this I, shit. I was, I was still, I was writing. I was writing another name, four three, and I was writing. Um, I wrote, I wrote a couple of names. So it's a saying that actually. It's about, it's, it's about eighty five to eighty six. Yeah. By now, and so graphs hit the streets of London. You're seeing mm. more than. Robert Rolo and Wilco and all them guys. Yeah, they, they were sort of dying down. Yeah, and then there was this wave of that came off the back of this music that hit the hit the shores. Right, that's right. Um, and you I started I, seeing I a part of it, and yeah. I wanted to. And it was self promotion. That's all it was for yeah. me. And I'm like, because I was 
the man who had the hand style. And so it was, I was doing the promotion on, on that level. So I dropped writing a, a, a tag. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me, I dropped just writing one, a, a name and PIC was the name. Mm-hmm. And that was it. Yeah. Um, and then it got to 85, 86, and I was really getting diving into it. And then I started meeting other writers. Right. So I was out there on my own. But Gary was, um, <coughs> excuse me, Gary was a very focused guy. And that's what I love about him. He wanted to get into the show called Starlight Express. Oh, yeah. And, um, <coughs> excuse me, he went. Um, that was a hit, man. That yeah, was a fucking he, massive. He basically, he, we, we went up for auditions for it when we was 14. Wow. Because he wanted to get in, I, I didn't get in. Yeah. I wasn't as good as him, but um, he, we, so we used to go skating together. We were doing all that, but at the same time, we were still emceeing, and he was learning to skate properly. And, and when he got to sixteen, he got in show. Wow! He got in, and it was like, wow, kudos to him. So that's when sort of parts of crime. He had, to, he had to tune in. Yeah, and he just went, he focused on that, um, and he went down that avenue. Amazing! And it was like, well, but now within the graph culture, yeah. I was becoming a name, which is, well, but, Pick was, Pick was coming at that. Yeah. Um, and I just submerged myself into that and then I'm hooking up with, you know, met Prime and then, you know, some. Where did you meet Prime? Um, you know what? I can't remember. <laughs> was it like, so was it just like, the scene back then, because you'd come at it from a bit of a different angle, because it was self-promotion, mm. And it wasn't, you know, the conventional story. This was like, I'm going to big up my band. I'm going to get my shit together. We're going to promote was. ourselves. Yeah, yeah. What was it like meeting people like Prime or Drax or anything well, like that? It was, it was amazing because, well, I remember like being, I was traveling a lot because the, the, what was it? Because when I was still at school, um, I was getting up a lot because Gary lived in a place called Mottingham, which is like Elton Way. Right. Okay. And I, <laughs> Excuse me. I basically, I just used to live at his house. <laughs> I was like, the, I was, I was just like the, the next son. Yeah, yeah. basically, you were the foster son. Yeah, from from fourteen. <laughs> like, seriously, yeah. so um, and a Jamaican family, and they, you know, and they were like, took me in open arms, Brilliant. and I was down there all the time. So I was traveling, yeah, deep south, constantly, and north, constantly, and bombing all the time, and within that. I was, I was getting up like a bit, bit ridiculously, yeah. really. Just PIC constantly. That was it. With him. That was it. That was it. Um, and then obviously doing all that traveling, you start seeing other names, you know what yeah. I mean? You're like, oh, you know, uni, vans, they were like big down south side. Yeah. And, then, um, and then you branch over a little bit and then you see the primes and you see the devs and then you see the crashes and you're like, whoa, this is... And then, you know, and then you start meeting, yeah. I think, cop. ITC, I think Cop was one of the first I met. Okay. Um, one of the first writers. And did he know who you were? Yeah. You were up. Bombing, yeah, yeah. bombing. And because I never, it's really weird, I've never actually said I'm an artist. Even to this day, I don't actually say I'm an artist. Really weird because I, I know good artists. Yeah. And I, I always say I'm just a bomber. You've been a bomber for, f- yeah. And because and, and, that was it for me, it was like bombing. And it, and, and it was about just getting up, just putting it out there more self-promotion that's yeah. what it was just seeing you know, seeing a stamp putting your stamp out there that's it must have I wonder what the interaction was for like other writers to meet you you know when you hear Prime's story or Drex's story or Score or something mm. I 
the reasons why they write teach the reasons why they write the reasons we get into it mm. and you probably you probably never spoke about it in 86 87 88 mm. about those reasons you don't you just are you write like say would you write yeah but it must I bet they must have thought what the fuck is this yeah this is a bit different what he's on yeah. and why is there dots between his letters what, what's he doing I know. he's only hit the crew I was always like and someone said oh you're big I'm like no I see because that was it. That's I remember like, getting corrected as a kid. Right. Yeah, saying, oh, yeah, that pick guy, that pick guy. Said, no, it's not, it's PIC. I'm like, what are you on about? Uh, no, 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 it's PIC. It's weird. I'm like writing for a crew. Yeah. And then actually, I am. You are that person. Know, it's just like, yeah. But in your mind, you're like, it's me and Gal. Yeah, that was it. That was it. That was it. And then 86, it went, you know, but I was, I'd already started making a name. See. Remember, I got Nick's, and it was like, um, trying to explain to my dad um, what the yeah, fuck you're up to, to was, yeah, <laughs> trying to explain to him and it was like I was all a bit cocky and uh, yeah. I was like dad dad you don't you just don't understand yeah. and he was like I understand I'm a fucking understand <laughs> I understand if you was going out getting a pound oh, oh fucking understand <laughs> and then he shook me like a ragdoll oh, honestly man. like round the neck <laughs> and then threw me up a flight of six stairs like <laughs> get up yeah, there he's a tough guy man yeah. Yeah, he's a big guy so okay. yeah it's because you you know you're, you're, you start getting this kind of uh, you're getting infamous yeah and you're getting a uh, street kudos and it was real to me it was yeah. more real than and, and, and I started and actually got out of uh, doing all the acting and all that kind of shit um, I actually when I got to about 16 17 I said to him, I remember having a conversation with Dad, and he was like, you know, what are you doing? I said, Dad, I just don't, I don't, don't like the insen- insincerity of that business. Yeah. It's all lovey, lovey, mwah, mwah, bullshit, fucking talking around behind your back. Yeah, cold as ice. Graph was real to me. Yeah. It was like, I'm doing something for me. And this is real like, life. Here. It was exactly. Yeah, pure, it, it, yeah. was, it was no fucking bullshit. Yeah. It was like, if you could stand on your own and yeah. like, do that. That was that felt more empowering. Yeah, you'll get an amazing feeling from that. Yeah, amazing. That, that was the buzz I was trying to explain in my naivety. Of, uh, and being your age as well, and the fuck you put those words together. Absolutely, how can you? Yeah. All I said was, you just don't understand. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just like what? <laughs> You're wrong with the bank. You don't understand? <laughs> like, you give it to me, man. I was like, oh shit, you're right. So yeah, that that was. So yeah, it was just it was more real. It was real. So did you just that was it? You were in full time. And then I was in full time, and then I really hooked up with. Um, then, then we came out of the pub in Camden. Yeah. Um, and then we went to another pub in Ricky, Rickersworth. So, um, and that was 87. And um, and then by that time, I'd forged an alliance with Robert, obviously, and those, and we were hard. Um, they, they was just them two, that crew, and then mm. they invited me into the crew, and I was like, Blessed. Definitely. So now a crew writing for another crew, which is like, just <laughs> doesn't make sense, but it made sense to me. I'm yeah. like, well, that's beautiful. And then I was hanging out with Prime a lot, so I, then I scooped him in onto the WRH thing as well, and then Chucky got in, and, and that was, um, and then sort of it was closed ranks after. And was this all based up in North, West, North? Uh, e- well, no, because it was all, we was hanging around. Robbo's a lot because um, he had decks and you know he was ducking and diving and so I was hanging out with Prime a lot and Robbo a lot and those a lot and it was just like we was all mates just doing doing all the, had the same interests yeah. so it was all going out partying going out you know grabbing and painting trains and 
shit like that. Do you remember so, your first train? First train, yes, uh, Hainal 84. Sick. Yeah, Hainal 84. I went to this guy called, uh, there was a guy at school, Gary, um, Gary Patrick, I'm uh, still known now, he's cool. He hooked me up with this, uh, this DJ over Leightonstone um, Way, where was it? Um, Random ways, anyway. And um, basically, he was like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, you're, oh, you're pink. And I was like, well, yeah, okay, I see, yeah. And he was like, right, okay, uh, I, I, know, I know we're going to paint some trains. I'm like, I'm fucking up for it. So, <laughs> so um, yeah, three cans of car plan, and uh, he, he led me to this little hole in the fence. He said, I'm waiting outside. Leave it to it. And I was in there 10, 15 minutes going, wow. Sick. like, just putting up loads of toy tags, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was 84. Lovely, man. And I'd never, ever got a picture of that. Man. Or I'd never see it ever again. It was one of them, like, one of those mad missions. Yeah. In and out, 10, 15 minutes. Loved it. It's it experience, like, man. Yeah, it was just on your it's own. It's amazing. All this metal. Just those 15 minutes, like, and how many years they put into that, that put onto you for being part of the culture. Just those 15 minutes. Yeah. What that added to it all. Yeah. If you hadn't have had them 15 minutes, imagine you hadn't paint the train. Within those first two years or three years, yeah, or whatever, yeah. it might be a different story. Yeah, just and the maddest thing is, you know, um, Envy. Yeah, he sent me a picture, and it was an old black and white photo of a Central Line station, and on the front was one of my hits from that mission. And I've never seen it since. Wow, and it was last year, I think, or the year yeah. before, and I was like, oh my god, was that the old pain with the, the curl, yeah, and real dirty kind of swerves, yeah, the yeah shapes, no, man. just very straight, yeah, very straight, sticky kind of toy. Okay, and it's like, wow, someone documented it, and I was just like blown away. I was like, oh wow. Not yeah, seeing that, and yeah. I thought you know, you just thought it's one of those memories, yeah. you're never ever going to see anything of it. Um, when, yeah. um, when you had WRH all together, when it all forms together, did you see like a? I mean, obviously, by then you see a different part of graffiti, and there's different reasons why you're writing now, and your mates off doing this thing, so you know that Graph Scrap and the PIC is yeah. about you. Yeah, did you then experience like a whole different side of Graph being with them guys that they, yeah, because it was, um. <coughs> It was serious. Right. It was fun, but yeah. serious. It yeah. was like actually you're stepping up because I come from because I come early from the B boy thing. Yeah. So it was all like battle mode was always you know that that thing battling was always yeah. part of the whole genre. Yeah. Every part of this would be battle. Yeah. yeah. Battle and style. That's yeah. like you know that's the key elements yeah. to 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 B boyism. Yeah. Um, because you know I started popping as well and I was MCing and I was doing the graph and yeah. You know, so it was all it's all. It's, it's b-boyism yeah. that's what it is um, so you, yeah you just got you, it's like combining the whole thing I'd rather have you know one really good one one tag than, yeah. than some shit ones but now I'm just I don't give a shit <laughs> <laughs> what was it like with them guys was it it was really good actually we got we got a lot of shit done together um, we partied a lot together mm. Um, they're, they're, they're your brothers, you know what I mean? You stand by them firm, do you know what I mean? It's like we forged uh, an amazing alliance with certain people when I've got the, the best brothers and f- friends from that. Mm. Um, you know, you, 30 years later, it's still like you, know, you, you drop everything for for some so the teens to your 20s just molded some amazing years with them. Uh. It was, it was very, it's very impressionable time. Um, and yeah, I'm blessed for the journey I've like, well, that. Yeah. yeah. How did um how did it continue after like 
the main mayhem of WRH and you know how the city was getting hit in the late eighties and early nineties. What was the next decision as you hit your mid twenties? What um, started to happen for me when it got to um, I think the fifth time I got nicked. Wow! Um, I got done for what was it? I think it was. I think it was the insides up in Arrowway, excuse me. And um, yeah, they walked through the carriage, caught me doing insides and, um, on Big Mets. And they even took the panel out of the train. Fuck. Too cool. Shit. Yeah. Um, banged me to rights, basically. Um, at that time, I got £2,000 fine, 200 hours community service. I've already done 200 hours, 100 hours before that. I've been right. on a community service two or three times before that. So this was like, Jesus. I'm really stretching it out. You were lucky. Yeah. No, twice I've had community service before that. Right. Uh, so this was the fifth time. And um, that was 89. Yeah, 89. Yeah. And then in my infinite wisdom, <clears throat> Gary Forbes. Yeah. That's my homeboy, the original Gary Forbes, the original PRC with yeah. me. Um, he was doing Starlight in London yeah. at the Apollo Theatre and then what happened was he um, got Starlight Express went to um, a place called Bochum in Germany and he was part of the crew for that right. and he phones me up randomly I was working at a record shop called Zoom Records in Camden yes Zoom yeah. upstairs yeah I, was, yeah, I love Zoom man I love Zoom so I was I was you know, I was, start, I was DJing as well now. I was like, you know, um, so I got that call and I got that, that nicking. It's very similar time. And Gary was like, hey, what are you up to? I'm like, well, I'm, you know, I'm DJing. I'm, you know, I'm doing, doing a bit of DJing. I'm working at a record shop. And uh, he was like, come to Germany, man. Come to Germany. There's loads of work out here. And I thought, me and the missus, I said, you fancy? She said, yeah. And then we bumped into Germany for a year. Sick. It was when just before the Berlin Wall came down. So it was wow. Like a real crazy time out there as well. And then I started just meeting new people out there. And Where did you live? In a place called Bottom. So I stayed with uh, my mate Gary for, for a couple of months. And then I got a residency in a little club right there. And um, <laughs> just ended up staying there for a year. You got your hustle on. It's got, yeah. It's like a DJ and that. And yeah, just hustled out there. And, uh, and I've got still good brothers. Amazing. From from then, from German brothers, you know, mm. my, my brothers mm. right there. So that was it. And I literally just done it. I don't run up. I just fucked off. Mm. Um, <laughs> and then, so I sat there for a year. And then um, I changed my name. Uh-huh. I changed my name. I don't want to say what I changed it to, but um, yeah. yeah, I changed my name. So when I came back, um, I started writing another name. Because uh, I just thought that he was too much. Yeah. Um, and I wasn't sure if, you know, I was wanted or whatever. <clears throat> when you came back, did you write in Germany? Did you bomb? Yeah. yeah, yeah. You did, yeah. So you was, that was staying with you. Yeah, yeah, you know, I was bombing. Yeah, still bombing. Yeah. Then, yeah, I was still bombing. But I was bombing my, I was bombing PIC out in Germany. Yeah, yeah, When yeah. I came back, I thought, I better change it to something else just in case. Yeah. Because um, obviously, uh, he on me. Um, but yeah, it was after about eight years of writing the other name. Wow. That was it. Yeah. Back to who I was, back to my original. Did you, that, that middle, that other name, do I know it? Uh, probably. Yeah. <laughs> More than likely. Yeah. Well, I was at with, with Robert a bit, with it as well. Yeah. yeah. We started um, getting on a mission and doing 
all the main lines coming in and all routes coming into London and going out of London and we was on a we was on a mission. Yeah, yeah. It was on a mission. So and that was Rocco again, yeah. I mean Yeah, so that was um I did that one. Ah, fucking hell, John. Uh, bless him, man. City sausage. City sausage. Uh, yeah, <coughs> respect to my homeboys, John. John. Yeah. Always. Mm. The um, what year was it when you came back from Germany? Uh, I've been nineteen ninety-one by then. Yeah. Yeah. So in the mid nineties, I started writing in ninety-five, properly ninety-six. Oh, did you? Yeah. Okay. So um. It was 96 and I would, I basically just lived in Camden Pitch that year. I was oh, there right. all the fucking time, oh, right. harassing every single person that came in there, getting as much info as I could, painted it as much as I could. But I was smacking everything between as well, Camden and Kilburn and all that. And then one day I walk in there and there's this guy and he's doing an upside down throw up over a dray dub. And I was like, the fuck is that? Oh my God. Sick up, up, fully up with that name. Like, more, actually, that was that name was more important to me than PIC was because obviously that name was my era. Right. And I see this thing, you did it perfectly upside down. Perfectly. I've got a photo of it. Thank you. Yeah. I want to see that. I can't even remember. And then I walked up to you and I said to you, Are you? And you were like, No. And I'm like, Yeah, you are. You've just done it. Like, no. I was like, You have. He goes, Fuck that guy. <laughs> And you just walked out. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, it's him. It's Pick. Fuck. It was sick. And you, you took out Dre. I can't remember what the reason was. But I just... I'd never seen that before. Like, you did your throw up perfectly upside down. And I just... It was the biggest diss. Because... Yeah, it was just perfectly done upside down. It was more... It was, it was a serious, like, fall the fuck back. <laughs> I love Eddie Dre's a d- don to me I know I love it of, of course like, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. it's a fucking local legend and whatever happened in 95 96 of you and him was brilliant but that that first meeting with you, with you was just like blew my mind and I've never forgotten it and I've got the photo and the Dre letters were so sick like amazing Dre letters as usual chrome blue outline and then you with your black and silver, like you used a bit of his silver, I think you took out his lines and then you did your throw up. I was like, that was like fucking amazing. Naughty. Amazing. <laughs> but I remember that meeting you were and Wow. I remember then, you know, just being that fucking 16 year old looking out for you in Camden. I, I saw you outside a couple of pubs every now and then. Right. Never came back and said hello to you, but oh I was always like, yeah, it's that guy. Yeah, sick. I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know, because a lot of people, even um, a few people didn't know, well, there's still a lot of people don't know. No. But, um, yeah. too. That's why I don't think I'm a black bag. No, it's good. I like that. Yeah. Hey, let's not. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's not. I'm sorry. We're not going to tell you. Yeah, yeah, if you know, you know. Yeah. But it was brilliant. And um, super up. And the places you got with that was sick as well. And uh, for a kid from Kilburn in Camden, very important name very important very inspiring that pushed me to I actually hit a couple of places in in on a review as well oh nice I was like he hit that I've got to get that oh wow yeah yeah, yeah. Wow. it was that deep yeah it, it does it consumes you really it's like um, some people got it in their blood like a zombie do you know what I mean mm. it's like one of them old don't stop never stop never will it's, you know like prime as well don't stop never will yeah. you know fuel you know you've got these to certain people if it gets under your skin 
uh, it becomes you. you that's know what I mean. I'm, it's, I'm, it I'm, consumes you, and, and that's that is then part of your identity. Yeah. That is part of you, and it's like because obviously you get these fly by nights. You know, uh, you, you see it throughout the decades, man. It's like people do a two year stint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two, you know, three years. Yeah, two year, two, three years, and then then that's it, and then mm. they're lost in the archives. But, yeah, yeah. Um, and that's fair enough. And you know, got, yeah. and they've gone on to something else. That's right. But it's nothing that's like sticking with something, man. There's nothing like consistency. I know. And graph with me, it's it's <coughs> it's me. It's like I just I just love it. I, I, I love the way it, it surpasses um, age. And that's what I found most inter- interesting in the last, say, five years of British graffiti. Right. Because I know we've seen, you know, photos of seen now living in France, you know, in his late 50s or whatever. We, we see <coughs> pictures of all these old New Yorkers and that. And not to say that we're not saying you're all old in this country, but the point being is that we've now surpassed the age. It isn't about being 25 and out there. This is about being a writer. And cut and always being a writer. Yeah, as it's in your blood, it's in your blood. Yeah, I was for some people. I yeah. went to meet my girlfriend at the train station last night. I live at a bunking station. Anyway, I still have my pen with me, and um, I was walking Brie up and down the platform because the train was late, and there was these hoardings up, and I, I had to hit it, and I hit it, and then I walked the dog down, and I walked back up, and I was like, "Yeah, I've just hit the platform, and I'm nearly forty, but this is sick, man. I fucking love this shit, like, and no, I'm cl- so glad no, I did no, it. No, like, I can't it's, stop. I can't stop, man." You know, it's, it, it's more, it's, it's more than immaturity. Well, it is, is yeah, that's what makes you, people look at you and they think, are you, how, old, how old are you? Yeah. You know, well, it's, it's expression. It's an expression. It's a, and it is, you know, cool. If you want to stand at your train platform every single day and let it own you, mm-hmm. like, you know, mm-hmm. it controls you. It gets you to here and there and that's it. Cool. I'd rather maybe write my name on it because yeah, it's a that bit was of... it. I just wanted. I remember. I remember early because when we were driving like back, back and forth with my dad. I remember certain routes he used to go in the car, and I'm like, I just want to see my name on that route. Yeah. So I would then go off on my little missions <laughs> and then bomb all these little like the route. So then when I went sitting with my old man and he's driving, I go like, yes, yes there yeah, you go. Yeah. yeah, and that was that was me. It was it's like, signs of life. Weird weird mentality, but yeah. it's it's signs of life. It's yeah. like, you know, you get ever you get bombarded with advertising. Yeah, like, yeah. All exactly. the time. It's like, well, yeah. why can't I don't want any money it's cool that's right. leave me out of the tax bill don't worry about that that's right let me just write a fucking name that's right. <laughs> you're bombarding me yeah. anyway so why can't I have a bit of it yeah exactly funny times but it's a it's uh, as I say I love it for that because you know we, seeing Drax out in Mexico this month mm. throw ups galore mm, mm. you're like you fucking done Amazing. I yeah, love it. Good luck to him. I love good it. Him. Yeah, all, yeah, and good all, luck all of this stuff that's going on, these people painting score came around here a month ago. Oh, I had an amazing chat with him, man. Oh, and yeah, I went to Portugal with score, man. Yeah. I was like, I was honoured. Yeah, He's such a cool, and I was like, I'm coming. Yeah. I am coming. Brilliant. So, yeah, with, uh, with Croc as well. And, Brilliant. Wow. It was just, uh, it was just amazing trips. Amazing I just, trips. We're, we're, we're surpassing something within it, aren't we? We're, it is about. I don't know, man. It's more than a misspent youth, is what it is. It is. It's. Um, I, I don't even know if I can articulate it. To be fair, yeah. it's one of the things where you obviously get the adrenaline and the and the buzz from the whole thing we're yeah. doing. It. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then you've got the yeah, I was there kind of thing afterwards. Um, 
this is so I, I think it's the feeling of being alive, man. Well, well that's exactly. I think part it's of like that's saying I was here. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I went to. Uh, where did I go? I not an arrogant way. No, no, just, no, absolutely. Yeah, not. it's not. No, you still got to be humble. With yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. Still got to be humble with it. You got to be careful because a lot of people get fucked up with their ego yeah, and all yeah, this yeah. kind of stuff. You know, go down that ego trip mm. kind of thing. So, but if you really, really start analysing it, like man has been leaving a mark. Yeah. From the beginning. Yeah. From day dot. Yeah, this know, isn't with, strange. Exactly. This so isn't strange. Don't worry. Know, the, the cave, the cave drawings, yeah. and uh, you know, Egyptians, you just sense, and then you your Egypt, you see all like everyone's. Everyone's leaving a mark, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's like, well, we're just doing the same thing, but yeah. You know, in a it's a very human thing, man. Very human. I was here, and, and yeah. So we adapt with our tools, the medium we use. That's we right. adapt. We might use a spray can, we might use a pen, you might use a rock, you might use a sticker. Mm. It's all the same shit, man. Mm. Mm. Might use a fucking plant and grind it down so you get some colour out of it, and then That's use it. that. It That's doesn't. Right. It's all the same shit. It's all just saying that yeah. you, know, yeah. you, you was here. Mm. You know, it's like kind of a. And ours, I suppose, has just got a bit of a... We've got a hip-hop flair. We've got a, a b-boy flair to the way that we write these things. It's all the fucking same, though. Mm, exactly. It's leaving, it's leaving a mark. Yeah, yeah. It's leaving a mark. Um, what happened in the mid-90s? Mid-90s... Because um... <clears throat> by then, I knew... I also knew as well who I'd seen in Camden Pitch was a king. To me, definitely. But I also knew you'd slowed down by that point. Especially well, with that yeah, um, got got married, had kids. Oh right, okay. Uh, so that was sort of ninety eight, ninety nine. Yeah. yeah, and then it was all. And I remember uh, I went down there. I think I was doing a lot more stickers then. I was like, because people going, people getting burned properly. Yeah, they were, they were going down like yeah. hard. They were hitting people hard. Yeah. So five years. Yeah, and yeah, I was like, years. well, this is getting a bit too serious. The trains now were a little bit off, mm-hmm. off the scope. And my last train was ninety six actually. Okay. Last train was 96, we teach actually. No, we teach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, done F. And, um, so, yeah, and that was. Yeah, the, the authorities were stamping down on a lot of people, so it was like, you know what, I've, I've swerved. I've swerved going inside, and I really don't want to do that. Yeah. None of my family have been inside, actually, so I was like, right. I don't want to be the first. Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, I was very conscious of that. So, still wanted to get up and do stuff. But it was more a case like uh, the trains were really out of, out yeah. of question now. Um, and with different responsibilities in your life as well. Yeah, so you know, like I said, 96 was, was, yeah, and yeah, 96 was the last train, but last still. Um, and then having exactly a responsibility, having a lady, you know, uh, set up a family. Mm. So, um, but I went down there doing more stickers and doing that kind of thing, really. Um, after that, I just didn't want to be too bait. Yeah, but I still wanted to sound alive. Yeah, so I just found another way of kind of getting my name out there and being a bit more. That's what I started with that whole invisible sticker campaign. You know, like do it. You seen the pickup stuff? Yeah, amazing yeah. man. With the sponsored by the mayor of London. Yeah, yeah. So I went down that road, um, which was just trying to outsmart the authorities. Yeah, really, because I was doing. I remember having a big battle with Drax actually years ago, um, and it was sticker stick battle. Yeah. And I think that was about sort of eighty-eight, I reckon. And we me and him had a big sticker battle. Um, I remember even numbering my stickers, like getting up to two thousand, three thousand. Like, numbering them all, it's like it was fucking crazy. But um, but those stickers really didn't last because they were still a tag on sticker. Yeah. 
Um, and then Solo came out with all his stickers and yeah. started on that mission. Yeah, he's like, like the yeah. sign for movement. That's he? right, yeah. right. So then it was like, yeah, he was making a wave on that and, and you see a lot of stuff. It was like, stickers seemed like the, a lot easier, but yeah. it slaps up. Yeah. Um, not so bait either. Yeah. Slight um, of hand motions and all of yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it was like, oh, it's only a sticker, what you yeah. do kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so, but then it was like, so you, obviously you're tagging stickers and doing that. There's still a tag on a sticker, yeah. It's still, and they were still not lasting that long, yeah. to be fair. Well, they were still noticing it was a tag, they wouldn't get it off. That's right. So yeah. then I was like, I need to do something a bit a bit wiser, just be a bit smarter. So that's why I started making them look official, like yeah. they were meant to be there. Um, the dog shitting out, that's spray right. can, they pick it's up your dog brilliant. poop, um, pick up your rubbish, um, pick up yours. They're probably doing a good one, yeah. like that one. That's yours, <laughs> one. So put two fingers up yeah. to authority, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, I've got a high vis vest, and on the on the back of it, I stenciled street team, <laughs> and I just go blatant, blatant. And I remember one time walking up some road, and I'm I'd wear gloves with the fingers cut off, so yeah. I clean the lampposts first of all, and then I will take the sticker off because you need the, the yeah, you need your fingers to you cut need the your nails to peel yeah. the sticker off, and then I'll be putting up these slaps like one after the other, like uniform, bam, bam, bam. I remember I'm just. Doing my thing, like I'm meant to be doing it. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm working for the council. Yeah, yeah. Like. Um, <laughs> I'm just in this whole persona. I think that's the acting kind of yeah. side came out of me, right? And um, I remember in my peri- peripheral vision, uh, vision the um, old bill just pulled right up beside me, <laughs> pulled up, and I carried on. Yeah, I just carried on. Just put the slap up, yeah. and then they pulled away, and I thought, yes. <laughs> I just baffled them. Yes, <laughs> not a flinch. Not a flinch. Yeah. Just carry on. I'm exactly. meant to be doing yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. I'm getting paid for this. Yeah. I'm, I'm not like even going to say even, officers. Yeah, you just fuck. I'm working, son. Yeah, Move yeah, on. Yeah. <laughs> and when that was like that feeling of euphoria really? coming away from that, thinking, "Fucking hell, I just got away with it I, right in front of me." I can't remember where I was the other day, man. But I saw one with um, I saw one that perfectly placed on a lamppost, and it had a cable tie wrapped around the bottom half and the top half because there was a sign on the other side on the other side of the lamppost <laughs> right and they obviously thought oh we'll line it up with the sticker because that's obviously government official do you know what I mean and like I, I just thought fucking oh this yeah there's been like a time these ones yeah that was an amazing campaign another one was a was a blinder I remember um, in Archway I was like well, I could see one of my stickers I was like has someone done it looked like they peeled it and as I'm walking up close to it I'm thinking but what has someone done to it because all the edges were raggedy and I'm thinking <laughs> yeah. someone tried to like, take it off or something <laughs> and when I got up close to it they repainted the lamppost <laughs> and painted it around the fucking stickers <laughs> and I was like oh you fucking my donuts, man. gosh no I was like it, yes, it's amazing but you just like here is yeah done. it's amazing because you just have to look at the sticker properly you've got one thing on each of them Wrong. Yeah, it's spelt wrong. There's <laughs> nibs in it. There's that. Like, there's always there's something always, and you're like, how the fuck are you not yeah, noticing this? You weird guys. Amazing. And that was it. It was like basically, it was trying to do something where you like background noise. You don't hear it anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's yeah. like you just don't even. Definitely, I haven't seen one that's clever, man. I've, no, I haven't. Seen, and I, I've loved. I love sticker bombing. I've loved that in the last few years, definitely. It was I think Chew, he done, he done a few, didn't he? Chew, Chew done with Chew the campaigns, does, well, yeah, actually. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where you all... No smoking, but the Chew in the flag yeah, and all that, that thing, yeah. yeah. So he, yeah, he was on that tip as well. Clever, yeah. subversive, clever stuff, man. Yeah. Wicked way to get up. But just, yeah, yours was just, it's just that PIC, just constant. 
like it was so obvious and like brilliant I love seeing them and yeah it was always always admiring that they were put up perfectly they were never at angles they weren't like the side slap yeah do you know what I mean it's like yeah, no no yeah, no, no it had to be official let's like, get this yeah, straight there's a, there's a, yeah. there's a uniform yeah. basically going with this <laughs> that was it amazing little did they fucking know I know so yeah so yeah just carried on and I, like I say there's always there's always something in me saying I want to I want to be out there I want to you know put my name out there yeah did you you got into music as well yeah, dabbled with the music, so the DJ and stuff, and, and obviously coming from the MC and stuff, um, so dabbled a little bit of that, and you know, made a few little tracks here and there, and but nothing ever really pops off. And, right. and then you get to that point where it's like, well, you know, you've got a couple of little babies. Yeah. How are you going to make the money? Isn't the piece and not have a piece coming in or not? And if yeah. they're not, then something's got to change. Then I had to take some, you know, other work and, you know, soul destroying stuff like that yeah you know, I mean that's the creativity real. is you know put really aside because you're like you've got all these responsibilities and I think that's just a life thing in general it has to happen that's, man it does excuse me it does and it, and it and it hits people differently and if you know I, I'll take that up to people that can make a pound out of this game and put a whole family together yeah. um, you know or, or have a partner who's very supportive of, of that um, yeah. because you know, there's a lot of outside pressures and bills, and you know, and you know Wait, what, what you're meant to be doing yeah. at a certain age. What society does to us, exactly, man, and, and how we're, you know, we're tuned as we grow up. The guilt. I, I had 18 months of therapy, um, right. psychodynamic therapy, right. was and um, it was amazing. But the guilt I had going through before that, mm. like, I, I couldn't get, I couldn't get a studio after I shut my shop, right? And it didn't go, it didn't work. The second shop. Gallery. I worked from home and I felt guilty to, I couldn't get a studio right. because of guilt right. and it, it was so weird like no one gave me the guilt it was my my idea but it's, it's how I grew it's, up it's, it's society it was, well, this is it. it's the conforming yeah, it? yeah, it's yeah. the conforming it's the way that uh, the society has been conditioned yeah. so if you're not basically married by 20 you have kids by 30 in a mortgage yeah, yeah, yeah. you failed you're, you're, yeah, what the fuck are you yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but the thing is because we come from a the graph kind of thing. We're, we're, we're basically putting two things up to society. Yeah. We're saying we're non-conformists. Okay? I, I think that's when the, that's where the harsh battle comes, though. Indeed. I'm sitting in therapy and I'm like, I can't get a studio because of this, this and this, but I want a studio because I want to do this, this and this. Mm. And I, anyway, I ended up with a studio. But it was, you're, you're restrained so much, you're told so much that, no, 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 you should be doing this, you should be doing that. If you continue it, you... You just feel like you're pissing everyone off or you're doing the wrong thing. That's right, that's right. Especially if you're parents as well. Parents, like, wives, girlfriends, kids. That's right, that's right. Because like, indoctrination is, is deep. Oh, yeah, it's deep. It goes yeah. And then you, ca- you carry that guilt. I should be doing this because right. I have brought a seed into the world and I should be, I should this and this girl's doing this for me and I should... Yeah, of course, of course you should. I'm not saying you should never... St- of course you should step up. I've stepped up for my son. I know you've stepped up for your kids. Of course you should. Right. Yeah. But happiness and what life is really about not this fucking conformed something life. gets lost though doesn't something it because if you are a creative mm-hmm. and you're not making money being creative do you then feel like a sense of you let people down especially because now you've got mouse to feed and you've yeah. got rent to pay or yeah. rah 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 it's like you you feel like you have to quash this the, the creative side mate I, I try and really sell yeah tough. I try literally try and sell art every single day and 
at work, it, even today, this very day, I'm round with a client about the, about paying for artwork. Right. And he doesn't see the point. Basically, he's saying to me, I don't see why I should pay you. I don't want this. I don't see why I should pay you. And it's like, tell that to a fucking plumber after you've put your, ki- after you've put your toilet together. Tell that to the painter and decorator after you've painted your walls white. Never mind about what I did to him or my team. Seriously, the guy's been ignoring me. Yeah. I've left him a voicemail today. All right, call me. I'll be at your office tomorrow morning at 9.30. And yeah. what happens? 20 minutes later, your secretary texts me. Is everything quiet, David? No, he better reply to my email. Like, this is a business. This, is, this, is, this isn't just a lifestyle, mate. That's right. We're trying rent, to yeah. fucking live. But we're not... It, this, it, but poor Sod, he literally thinks life's about what he's living. He thinks it's all about the money and it's all about stepping and it's all about... Ah, mate, you, you've conformed way too much. Like, there's a middle ground here. There is, and I think with writers, because we we are we 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 going against the grain all the time, aren't mm. we? Because you're you're basically you're saying fuck you to the system mm. in a way, yeah. And that's what we all have in common. Yeah. That's why I think you really, you know, I've, I've got the most beautiful brothers and sisters from from this game, definitely. Um, because you're on that mindset already. The understanding, the empathy, yeah, totally. the, the get it. Totally and it. all different backgrounds. Exactly. So we're not. There's no. There's no familiarity so, really. That's right, that's yeah. right. There's more unfamiliarity between the people. But you've got something in common straight away. Yeah, and it's solid it because is, it is, yeah. what you have to go through to produce that work, especially is, if you have done, you made a bit of a name for yourself as yeah, well. Exactly, yeah, exactly. You know, you've got. You know, there's obviously levels you're already yeah. tipping on. Where people are like, you know, they tip the hat to you. It makes you see the world in a different way. I wonder what it was in the 1600s or whatever, or the 1800s, what those people were then, what they were doing, the the nonconformists of sorts. Do you know what I mean? I know we've got many different nonconformists in today's society, obviously. It's not just writers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a million and one. That's right. And we know about it now because of, you know, excessive news. But I wonder what, because there's always been us type of people. That's true, but uh, have they been written about? And um, they're the ones that's been documented. That's, this is it. Yeah, yeah. which is which is actually uh, that's that's quite interesting actually. Because it must be, surely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I know that. Um, and my granddad was a nonconformist. He yeah. was like, he um, he didn't want to go to war and all that, so he done. He, he jumped off a train. Fuck yeah, yeah to get away from it. prison. And yeah, he, he jumped off the fucking train. Late one, I'm out. He was gone. Yeah, he said I'm out of here, and he jumped off the moving train and he done a run and he was hiding in some uh, bombed out building down in um, near the Crescent actually. Oh yeah, there. yeah. And my, my nan uh, was going. She knew he wasn't going. Taking some food. Amazing. Because obviously you couldn't come home because they, yeah, they, they yeah. come straight around the house and they're yeah, take him, do him, yeah. They don't want to take to prison. Jesus, they don't want to go to, um, go to war. So there must have been non-conformists constantly. Yeah. And uh, how'd you hear about them? Isn't it? Yeah, right. We don't get those stories. We don't. No. There must have been people doing all kinds of stuff. Another good thing, I suppose, about technology, I suppose. All That's true. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We so have this opportunity. That's true. Yeah, very true. So, um, what led you into what you do now? Um, well, that was by... Chance really, that was sort of that fell in organically. I remember uh, Gary Forbes again, my homeboy. Wicked G. Um, he, his old man, um, had a little garage and he was uh, restoring cars and fixing cars. And um, he 
he, he restored a TR5, TR6, TR5, TR5, yeah. Um, so yeah, he's was, he was, he was the old man. And I just love being down the garage, like, because like I said, I was, I was, I was basically living with, with, yeah. with Gary's family from, from 14, I guess. And, um, so we used to go down the garage a lot. And then um, I remember it got to 92. I said to Gary, hey, Gary, do you fancy um, having a little project and see if we can make something happen, do some little hustle? And he's like, what's that? I said, you go hard on a camper van. Uh, Volkswagen camper van and um, uh, maybe we do it up and your dad might be able to help us. We might be able to do a turnaround and make a bit of money, a bit of peace. Yeah. He's like, yeah, all right then. I remember finding this camper van over in Tottenham. I think it was 800 quid, so 400 quid each. Um, it was a bit, you know, rough around the edges. Um, and his old man was like, yeah, no problem, boys, bring it down. Uh, we brought it down and then we just got on it and, and within like two, three week turnaround. We resprayed it, and I was there every day, you know, like just learning. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Had you ever done anything like that before? No, I never done anything. So you just watching. I restored. Dad. No, no, tell me what. I restored like BMXs and that before. Yeah. So I had a bit of a kind of um, buy for it. Yeah, yeah, a bit of a kind of mechanical mind, I guess. Um, and wanting stuff to make it look look good, you know, I was doing things like that, but um, but never like a vehicle. Um, and uh, I know actually tell you, I bought and sold a couple of motors with Bronco before as well. Before oh, yeah. That. Yeah, before that. Yeah, that was quite a couple of ventures with him. Just <laughs> <laughs> hustling, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. yeah. He's uh, Mickey, bless him. Mickey had this, had this little plot on Essex, New North Road. Oh, yeah. New North Road. And uh, they built a car lot, basically. I think there was some Derek land and they just. Just moved on to just it. Just moved on to it. <laughs> I think it was all they had um, it was all these it was an old building, so they they'd sold the bricks from this old building because they were new old that were the old stock bricks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they got that out of a couple of grand for these old bricks. Amazing. Yeah, and then they they moved on to this plot of land, squatted it, <laughs> basically set up an MT car lot, I think it was called. It was called MT Motors. Yeah. <laughs> Mickey and Tony, I think it was, right? <laughs> MT Motors. And then um it was like, right, we'll go down the auctions and, uh, you know, John was a hustler. Oh, hustler. Yeah, and he was like, we'll go down the auction and uh, I was like, yeah, I have a bit of that. So, um, so I've done a couple of bits for that and then didn't, didn't really earn any money. No. Right? But then this idea for this camper van came along and I was like, oh, well, I wonder if Gary's up for it. And um, Gary was up for it, so we bought this camper van. And, um, Did you have a thing for campers or was it just a bit of a niche It was a bit like... Yeah, sort of. I sort of did have a little bit of a thing for him, I guess. Yeah. And it was the whole yeah, you can sleep in this, and you can go anywhere in this. It was one of them. So it was like yeah, these, these are these are pretty dope. Yeah. Um. So we bought a camper '92. We resprayed it, sorted it out within two weeks. A mate of mine, Felix, was having a party. Um. He's born on leap year, so it was like it was, it was his fifth birthday party or something. Yeah. Um, and he had this big field down in a place called Plumpton. Oh, yeah. And we took the, the camper down there, and DIY system was down there. And we stayed for the whole weekend, got spanned, but had this like fresh, stay. freshly resprayed camper yes. van. It was like, what? It was, yeah, it was dope. Like, Dream. A little fire outside, whatever. And then we sold it, made a profit, and um, didn't, it didn't do anything else with it. Yeah. Just, um, and then 
So I got into the vibe of the VW thing then. And then uh, a bit later on, I was like, you know what, I'm going to get my own one. And, um, and then it kept breaking down on me. So I was like, oh, I can't afford a mechanic. So I just sort of started dabbling and learning bits and pieces myself. And then a few years later, I hooked up with another guy and he was into his VWs. And then it was like, the, the, and then an opportunity came along and we got a little workshop together. And that's what I'm doing now, really, just fixing the old... Is that a better way to be helping the family, like bringing like that real life stuff? Um, well, yeah, because for a few years, even when people said, "What do you do for a living?" I sort of shirked it. I was like, "I don't really know what do I do for a living." Do you know mm. what I mean? It's like oh, it was a bit of a weird one. I think that actually, do you know what it is? I've, I've sort of analysed this, and I went to a theatre school and. Being brought up in a rough area, like I said, of stabbings, there were fights, there were we used to throw petrol bombs at people and shit like that. Camden was fucked up. It was rough, mate. Yeah, I've seen some madness. I've seen some proper madness. I've seen people getting done proper and Mm. all this kind of madness. Anyway, um, so those two mixes. So me being like this kind of you know thespian, if you like, Mm. and then people would say, "So what school do you go to?" I I would never tell them. I go to a theatre school. I say I go to a school uh, at a manor somewhere. Right? Yeah. Um, not not your Haverstock or not your William Ellis or whatever. I wouldn't say the local schools because yeah. obviously people would know. Oh, you don't go there. Yeah, yeah. So oh, you must know. You must. Yeah, know. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I would always like. I would never tell them I go to theatre school because I was right. like, you know, that would you, you classes a uh, poof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, a yeah. poof. You're like, what you poofed or what? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Like that kind of thing. So um, I was very cautious of that. So and then. Later on, because I wasn't really, I didn't have a real solid kind of job or whatever, I would always be a bit cautious when people would, like the second question that comes out of their mouth, like, you know, what's your name? Oh, what do you do for a living? Mm. I was always very cautious with, like, are they trying to box me? Are they putting me into a box? Or are they analysing me? Are they trying to see what they can get from me? Or is it... They want to see what box you're in. That's right. Some people, they're like, oh, so what do you do for doing? Oh, you do that. Oh, all right, see you later. Or don't ask the question at all. Or don't, that was my thing. I would never never ask that question. Yeah. Because I I felt it doesn't matter actually what you do. It matters as you as being a human being. If I'm walking to your place of work, maybe. Yeah. But if I meet you in the pub or in the party or. But I think think I've got a bit of stigma from (coughs) going to theatre school. Yeah. I was always like, I didn't really want to be seen as like, you know, a bit of a bit of a poof or a bit, you know, a bit lame or a bit weak or whatever. And that was because of the environment, because it was a rough environment. So, and then I took that later on, you know, with people asking, you know, what do you do for a living? Um, and because I didn't really have anything solid, um, you can't really say, oh, I do a bit of this, do a bit of that. You know, it's like, well, what kind of person, what person? Because like, people judge you, they do. That's quite a mad thing to carry, isn't it? Yeah. Because like, they're exactly the same thing. Yeah. One's obviously what school is it? Yeah. And then yeah. what what work yeah. is it? Yeah. But I took it and for these whole years. Yeah. 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 For, for years. Honestly. It's been the same. Yeah. Absolutely. <coughs> for wow. years, absolute years, and it wasn't yeah. until I got real concrete into this, like the the, the you know fixing Volkswagens yeah. kind of scenario. Then I'm I'm proud. I'm like, yeah, I fix old Volkswagens. I don't say oh, I'm a mechanic. Like, yeah. I just fix old, old Volkswagens. It gives it because it because. People do judge. People judge, but it, isn't judge it nuts though, right? Now, basically, you have to. I know you haven't done that, so you've got an answer for people. But now you've got an answer for people, and they can calm down. 
Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I say it in private. It's like, <coughs> yeah. oh yeah, so what do you do? And I don't, I, I, I also, I, I still get that little thing in my head thinking, oh, are you analysing me right now? Mm. Or, or are you trying to put me in a bracket? Mm. You know, you're trying to put me in a box. What, how much is in my wallet? Right. Yeah, yeah exactly. Where yeah. can you it's, place it's, me? Because people do. They, yeah, they, of course. They, they put you in these kind of, you know, yeah. whatever stigma, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's attached to that. Um, and but I've had that from, from when I was yeah, very young. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, isn't yeah, that? I've had that from very young yeah, yeah. because I didn't want to be, you know, like seen as, as being weak, mm. you know, um, going to, to, to a drama school. But I was the naughty kid in the drama school. I think I got expelled once and suspended mm. loads of times. But you know, if, right, so if, if I was just watching, if I was watching a silent movie of you, mm. And seeing for the first half you being asked what school you're at. Mm. I know it's just said silent maybe, but anyway. But you know what I mean? And then there's that. And then there's the second set of questions, which is what do you do for a living? Yeah. And then there's still you a get, silent you answer. Get the same response. Yes, exactly the same shit. Yeah, and exactly then the what? Same response. And it, it evokes the same emotion for Exactly, you. that's what yeah, I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah. It gets the same response, yes, but also to, what it does to you. You're trying to pigeonhole Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's not to say because you fucking you lived you survived all those years you did yeah. whatever like yeah, yeah, yeah. you know you worked you but, hustled but you... in certain circles that's the second question that comes out of yeah. people's mouths yeah yeah because no, they're networking yeah. yeah which is fair enough because you might be able to actually you do that let's do some business together. <coughs> of course you can do that and right? people think that way and that's yes but some people don't yeah some people are like Proper analysing you on a different level on a different steam. They, they want to know what's in that pocket. That's right. Are you worthy That's to be right. talking Are to Are you me? worthy? Yes, right. Yeah. Or do I need to play up because I need something out of you? That's right. People play that game. I know. I know. I've seen it. I've yeah, seen yeah, it yeah. enough times. So, but yeah, I've, I've had that for many years. I wonder if that type, those types of questions, and, look, and I'm just fucking, I'm not judging anyone, mm. but I wonder if those types of questions come from people who haven't got culture in them. Because really. I again coming back to the culture thing is that I think the fact that we, as I said, we've surpassed age and age has got nothing to do with this culture anymore. But the fact that we get in, it is looked at as a youth culture. It's kids writing on walls, you know, it's a childish act. Mm. We get into it, we find this thing that we see the world completely differently. And it really, if if you do stay in it for longer than two, three years, mm. if you do get past that little drop, yeah. and it becomes your life and it yeah. becomes part of it. The knock-on effect to other things in life is amazing. Mm. I, I've been doing this now. I've been self-employed for seventeen years. I still don't know. Years, yeah, wow. I still don't know what to call myself. Right. I don't know what my title is. Right. And I'm right. Just a creative problem. Man, I'm a creative That's guy. It. But yeah. A creative problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it's. And then, and then that can be anything, can't it? Because you're just creative. Yeah, yeah. But I get the same same thing. Yeah. So what is it you do? Like, well, mm. yeah. Mm. Yeah. See, I would never sell as an artist, I'd just mm. have a creative. Well, but do you know what does it for people? It's when I sell them 17 years. Mm. Stop counting my money. Stop <laughs> wondering what I do. I've just said 17 years. Yeah. Like, there's too much to talk about. Yeah, yeah, do you yeah. know what I mean? Let's yeah. move on now. Yeah, 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 yeah that's right. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, that just me as a human being. Yeah, yeah, oh, exactly. Just, you know, yeah, I'm yeah. a decent person. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, what do you yeah, do yeah. for your spare time? Yeah. What do you what think is that? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Right. Isn't your dog lovely? That's it. Just All of that. Come on, let's be human. That's right. That's right. People do get mixed up and people, yeah. you know, people... And not to say that everyone, I don't need to be rude to people that ask a question, of course you can ask a question. I obviously yeah, ask the question, we do it. It's yeah. the, but yes, oh, but the, the, it's but the judgment that comes behind it is the problem. Right. That's right, because they're trying to figure you yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're yeah. like, okay, because, all right, you might look like you're wearing a million fucking pound suit or whatever, and they're thinking, 
fuck you getting your money? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you a drug dealer? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because you don't look like one of us. That's it. Why do you look good? That's right, that's right. How come you're, you look smart, but you, right. I don't know you. Mm. That's right, that's right. <laughs> so, but it's not until I started this Volkswagen stuff, then I was like, you know what? I, I'm, I'm, I'm actually proud of saying, yeah, I'll do, I'll do that. It's like, um, it, it's like, a, you're still, you're still fully PIC, but now with a, a, a society's like approval, approval yeah, tick box tick. next to yeah. it. Oh, okay. oh, is that? Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, that's all oh, those years, Pete. We didn't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I know. Can I see that. I all right. I bet. I bet. I bet. But I think you know, it, if you hadn't, if you hadn't have had that stigma, and if you hadn't had that slight drive in you it wouldn't have been the inquisitive nature of I'm actually going to look into camper vans. Mm. I'm not just going to go and find a Ford mm. and flip it. Yeah. I'm not going to, you know, and that's cool and I'm not going to do up this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's yeah, some interest that's got to be involved in yeah, this. Yeah, and I really started getting into it. So I started done a welding course and then... Wicked. Um, that was it. I've never done a, a mechanics course or anything. And, uh, but you've got your head round it. Been, yeah, just been getting my head round it and learning every day. And, uh, and that's what I do love about it it's like you know constant like feeding growing yeah. knowledge it's like oh yeah right and then oh but now i fixed it blinding <laughs> and there's like, a whole world there as well yeah like, it's a, yeah it's a mad scene it's a mad scene. scene it's, it's got to be quiet now actually has so it? yeah it has i think um i think with this is that people's fears and other parts of the world other i things think that there's a on. lot of that going on um, i speak i suppose my supply the other day um you know it, and a lot of Companies are saying the same thing. There's like just not much work. Either people are holding on to their readies yeah. because of the uncertainty of certain things that's yeah. going on at the moment, or um, people have sold their classics. Um, you know, cashed them in in order to keep up with in what's order going, to keep on, what's going on. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, um, and then you know, and my 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 spot that I've got. You know, I'm going to be honest here. It's a little factory garage. It's lovely I'm, though, man. But it's, it's just a little factory garage. I haven't got. I haven't got a lift in there. Do you know what I mean? I can't. You know, four person ramp or whatever. I'm not going in there. I'm still jacking up cars on my hands and knees. So I can only cater for a certain amount of stuff anyway. Um, I, mate, when I saw that room, man, that space, I loved it. I just when I came looking for you, <coughs> I got lost and you called me. It was a couple of years ago. Right. You're right, and I'm like, yeah, I'm nearly there. I think, and I think I'm probably another twenty minutes away. Right. But I found this place and I loved it. Because it reminded me of proper work in London. Yeah, just an old back street. Oh, man. Back street hustle. Gorgeous. Yeah. Gorgeous. Little cobblestone views. Loved yeah. it, man. Yeah, no, I, I love the little spot. Um, but it's getting to that point, it's like, well, there's not much work coming in, so now I'm going to have to... I'm thinking of stuff to do now. Yeah. I want to get, get creative again, basically. Wicked. So I want to do something with that. Um, just for me, really. Making yeah. more stuff out of metal, doing sculptures and that kind of shit, which... For that, that show with John and whatever. So. I think you know another thing about it's great that we're talking. Everyone's talking now. We're talking a lot more. I've I've been doing this nearly a year now. Okay. We chats. I've had thirty nine, forty conversations now. Right, yeah. good for you, man. And um, and it's due to the other conversations I have out there, and the other conversations you hear about, and mm. you know, like watching Nima go off to university right. and go and get a degree, watching Petro, watching Elk, right, watching Drax travel, right. All these things, and you're like, yeah, this doesn't stop. Mm. Doesn't matter what age I am. Mm. 
It's true. Really it's doesn't matter. Chatting to teach made me think, and I'm not going to do it, but it made me realise, and not that he still does it, but it made me realise I could still paint illegally. Mm. There's nothing stopping me. I stopped painting illegally because of society, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still dabbling a little bit, but I stopped the painting illegally. And, yeah. you know, you've got your son, you've got your business, you've got your girlfriend, yeah, yeah, wife, yeah. you know. Yeah. And you're like, oh, hang on. Life's a lot freer than they're telling us, man. Like, yeah, and I can, I can change Switch and adapt and right? move, all of that. Turn your phone off. That's, yeah, switch it all off. <laughs> yeah. But just, you know, not being scared of the next... What, seeing, especially those three go back to uni mm. and go and get their degrees, I find it so inspiring. I, I don't want to go to uni, but I just think they made a decision... They wanted some more tools in the bag. And, it's, and they, they, were, they were coming up to 40 or were 40 plus. Yeah. And it's like, brilliant. Yeah. yeah, this doesn't stop. Yeah, like, right. You can it's change. Right. It's quite 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 to grow, isn't it? It's yeah. a growing process. And you, got, you let yourself. You yeah. let yourself and don't be scared of it. That's right. That's right. Embrace it. Because if that's, if that's your calling, that's, just go with it. We'll survive as well, man. Yeah. It's we'll definitely survive. Someone's got the right positive attitude. Of course. You know, I'm not in that hippy dippy way. It's not that. No, no. But just be positive, seriously, because right. it it really does work. It does. It does. You know, consistency and some positivity behind an idea, man. It it finds its manifestation. All of that shit. All yeah. of that shit, man. Yeah. It's, um, and it, you know, we no. learned that right at the beginning when we fucking saw a metal train and we were like, mm. "There's a fence and a window and a this and that in front of it." But I know that's possible. I'm gonna go and get that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's what I mean. So yeah, so throughout the two thousands of that, when you see people still doing trains and whatever, yeah, I was like, "Go on, go on," because I knew that I I, I just couldn't go to prison and I couldn't do that. We have a small young family and all that. It's all like, that. You know, I had to back out on that. Yeah, yeah, I still yeah. wanted to get up in yeah. my way. Yeah, and still want to be out there like I'm alive still yeah. and leave your mark. Yes, yeah. that's there's different like, ways to do it. Like, yeah, there's another. Yeah, so that's it. It's just like thinking another way, and then obviously when. Um, ATG and that lot came along and then they started doing all the roof rocks and uh, the like, full colour yes. track size and you're like yes waves 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 next level you're yeah. like wicked it's like, wait what's going on out there now yeah fucking minute runners are ridiculous it's popping off it's popping off absolutely I gorgeous I don't know how long it's going to last but the, this is the well I think but this is the thing man it's a fucking 30 years we've had it here now mm. we've had it, we've had a wave every say four years mm. four to six years for the last 30 years we've had these amazing waves and obviously some have been heavier than others yeah it doesn't stop and it's it, it, and it's always new new people new people new people it's good to see yeah. and it's then it but what it does it enables you to think yeah I'm not going to go out there and do that but it's inspiring enough for me to think like this yeah you know I mean still think like this That's still right. think out of the box still that's right. No, no, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I love it when it's cold, man, because you can legitimately cover your face yeah, up. It's like, yeah, 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 all right. No one's bad enough. No one's bad enough. Yeah, in the summer. I want that. No, you got fucking nutter. Get rushed. I come out, I come out in the cold. Exactly. <laughs> fucking hell. Well, P, man, that was. Oh, blessings. Well, thank you for. I um, loved it. Yeah, thank you for just. I'm honoured. I'm honoured, you know, for the invitation and just say my little bit and if. It makes you know someone's day happy. I don't know. I'm just on it. Thank you very much, mate. You know, as I said, man, sixteen and watching you do that. You can't I, I want to see that photo. I've got that. I've got a black and white version of it. I'll pull it up. No way. Yeah. Um, oh my gosh. It's um. Intrigued. Yeah, your name, the other name, and then when I because PIC became legendary to me after the fact, 
you know, I learned the legend of PIC. Oh, right. And I didn't put the two together either for a while. Oh, okay. it took a hot minute. Okay. It wasn't like a couple of months. It oh, was a while okay. before it was like, what? The su- no. Connection. That fucking time meeting you though, man, and what your name had already done to me in those, you know, the, the years of my run-up to graffiti and then being a writer, starting to be a writer, and obviously coming from that area. Amazing. I love knowing you. It's oh, wicked. It's one of them ones. Oh, bless. Thank, Thank you, brother. Bless you. Thank you, my friend. Thank you. I'm honoured. WRH, man. Uh, Rest in peace, Robbo, mate. We'll never forget you, son. We rock see. hard. It's alive. Isn't it? Well, we've got another one. I hope you enjoyed it. I love this shit, man. It's dope. Humanising heroes. Not in a get-off-that-plimp way, just in a humanising, in a way that we can relate and resonate. We're all the fucking same. I said it earlier. Just to tell you what, some people are a bit more brave when it comes to hitting them streets. But still, great hearing P's story. Love the old Camden talk and the dodgy motor spots and the daily hustles and the knowing that being creative can work alongside all of that. Getting his head around camper vans and knowing art's always around the corner. Amazing, man. Remember I did an art print for him of his stickers. I love them stickers. Some of the smartest sticker bombing I've ever seen. I'm really intrigued with what he'll do art-wise next. And I know he's handy with some steel and a blowtorch, so... Let's keep your eyes peeled. Look out for them stickers too. London Classics. PIC. Another member of our art game. And art wins. We win. We love this shit. Great end of year and thanks for listening. You know, these 39 recordings, 30,000 fucking listens, man. All out of this studio in Acton. I've got a few issues with technology. But you know what? This is some type of freedom and expression, man. Tech is doing it for us. But just don't let it own you. Anyway, love your city and love your culture. And we'll always remember and we'll always big up King Robbo, Jan Asset, George Haight, Rizzo, Mood, Pause, Court, Veco, Snuck, Lover, K-Bag, Trip and all the other soldiers we've lost. It's been a hard year, we won't forget. Today actually, I went out and touched up that asset piece down near Labrick Grove Station. It's been rocking for a year. Proud to say it hasn't been touched. Just brought it to life a bit more. Anyway, enjoy. This is F24. Happy New Year.